0: The Opinion Line on Courts 96FM. Vic is still in the news booth because, Vic, I only heard about this through social media and other reports. What happened on the road to Cove yesterday? Not only what happened, it got you thinking what happens if there's a major emergency?
1: And by the way, I'm in a long line of people who have already thought about that situation probably for the last 40 or 50 years. How long are you living down there now? I'm down there seven years this year. Um, And as I said, there's a lot of people that know an awful lot more about that situation than I do. The only reason I'm talking about it this morning is because I got caught up in it yesterday. And as you said, I started to think about the bigger picture. And obviously, working in news, we kind of have an idea of, of what's happening. When we see emergency services rushing along, and I knew pretty quickly that there was something serious that was after happening. Um, really, like just, it, just give people a time and, uh, of the day. So it was, a, it was a, there was there was there was, a, there was, a, there was a, an accident in Cove on Belverly Bridge. Which is that little tiny yeah. small bridge that just goes over from the mainland over onto the island, and uh, I was uh, on Photo Road, and I actually was on—I was actually at, at the roundabout Cove Cross, and I could see emergency services coming in from Middleton and going off into Cove. So I said, I knew there was something going on. Anyway, we continued, went on to Photo Road, and the next thing, then obviously you—you you become you—you you slow down in the traffic, and then I realised there's definitely something serious going on down here and it's happening somewhere in the vicinity of Fota and we just continually saw more emergency services coming along Fota Road and at that stage everybody was obviously pulling into the left to let them through. Now there was still traffic coming down sort of on the other side of the road so I assumed there was still traffic coming off the island Mm. but it was just that we weren't able to get on the island, and then it became fairly clear what was happening.
0: So people were turning back?
1: People were being told by the emergency services to turn back. Now... I just want to say, first and foremost, this is not the fault of the emergency services. They're just trying to do their job. They're just trying to attend the scene of an accident. But um, I don't know whether it was a lack of resources that they had, but they were actually having to wait until every car got up to pretty much the scene of the accident and then tell each car, in turn, to do a U-turn and go back to the city.
0: Whereas they should have been in a position there, just as you pass Falter... Absolutely. Maybe there's, there, isn't there a little widening of the road? There, there? is. Yeah, and that yeah. would have been
1: a perfect spot yeah. to tell people: listen, the road at the Brit. There's been an accident on the bridge. The road, the bridge is closed. You, you're going to have to turn around and go back into the city, or they, they were telling people to head to the cross river ferry. So then you get a situation where you've got however many cars hundreds of cars all turning around and going back to the cross river ferry but bear in mind you've then got cars also on the other side of the cross river ferry Mm. trying to get Mm. off the island as well as from the passage west side to get
0: back onto the island they're sending people to passage to the cross river ferry that's a drive that's a drive of of nearly 20 miles from there absolutely wow so
1: so that was what that was what was happening yesterday now I kind of thought to myself, I'm not even going to go anywhere near the Cross River Ferry because of you, you could see how many people were, were queuing along Fota Road even to get onto the island that were then going to be told to go back to the Cross River Ferry. So I ended up driving back into the city and then had a thought, why don't I drive out to Torn, park my car in the train station car park in Glownton. I got the train then into Cove, and I was able to collect my kids. My my main problem, and listen, obviously there was a bigger picture here. The bigger picture was there was people involved in an accident, and we must remember that that was the main mm. problem here. But I did have two kids that were at a summer camp on the island in Cove, who were to be collected at two o'clock, and I couldn't collect them till five o'clock yesterday. Oh my
0: goodness me. What
1: age are your boys now? They're four and eight. And who took care of them? Well, they're they the to. fantastic little learners. They're in little learners for summer camp there at the minute, and they are fantastic they will always accommodate anybody that finds themselves in a situation like right. that and they hang on to that they hung on to the, bo- the boys for me but as you were saying the bigger picture here is what happens in that time if there's another emergency on the island? Somebody has a t- heart attack, God forbid, or they need to try and get another ambulance through. I also or heard yesterday. You see, I also, or a fire, exactly. I also heard yesterday from another neighbor of mine who was also stuck in the same situation. He actually went for the cross river ferry, which is what the guards were telling people to do. He said he arrived up there and it was like cars trying to get into Glastonbury to yeah. get onto that ferry. And he then witnessed a HSE ambulance, and obviously, as I said, not the fault of the emergency services, that had to be shipped over on the Cross River Ferry to get over onto Cove to go to the scene. I assume it was that scene. Maybe it was another emergency. Oh Who my. knows, PJ? But they had to try and get that ambulance onto the Cross River Ferry when there was already two lanes of cars parked on that Cross River Ferry to, get, to go over. They had to try and squeeze the ambulance. Now, I'm only getting that... From third-hand information, so if sure. I'm incorrect in any of that, then well,
0: um, I, I have seen I have seen it happen. I've been waiting to use the ferry to go to Cove, and what will sometimes happen is if the ambulance is blue lighting, yeah, they, they will. They ask people, "Can you wait for the next one?" Yeah, and they'll take the ambulance straight off on the ferry. I've seen them do that, yeah, but. Do we know what happened on the bridge? I'm assuming nobody was seriously hurt, there were there? There was two
1: people taken to hospital, okay. I believe non-life-threatening injuries, okay. um, but there was a lot of emergency services. It was a head-on collision oh right in goodness. the centre of the bridge. Oh so my you goodness. can only imagine the clean-up operation as well as obviously making sure those two people were okay and that they were transported to hospital safely.
0: See, that brings up another <sighs> prospect here, Vic, and of course I'm always thinking of the the disaster situation. A crash there in the middle of of the bridge, and thankfully, hopefully at least, they'll be okay. And our thoughts are with them and their families and everyone connected to them. Absolutely. They're the first and foremost here. But supposing something happened that actually took out the bridge. Oh. That is an old bridge. It is the only way on and the only way off the island. What happened? What would happen if that bridge was knocked out of commission for a day or two?
1: Exactly. It's just, I think, and I know this has been going on for years and years and years, trying to find another solution. I just think it's got—it's a life or death situation now. PJ,
0: somebody had an idea years ago to take a what a, 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 a lane off the big road, the N25, and try and bring it into Cove that way. Yeah, there was a hundred and one reasons why it can't be done. But there's 101 reasons why it should be done as it well. It should
1: be done. Absolutely. The other things I've heard of is a second cross river ferry, possibly.
0: That used to, there used to be two of them.
1: Yeah. From East Ferry going over now. I don't know about the, you know, all the technicalities of yeah. that. And I believe there was some objection to that. And you know, you can understand why. And then, I mean, I, the, the bridge is obviously a protected structure. I don't know if there would be any way of Widening the bridge into four lanes—I don't know, but I just think you know it is it, such a dangerous situation, PJ. It really
0: is. What would concern me yesterday? That was a, an accident on the bridge. Yeah, y- you'll be aware because you've worked in news now long enough, Vic. You'll be aware that there is uh, an emer- a major emergency protocol that all of the agencies are part of. Yeah. What if you had to bring a major emergency protocol? into effect yep. on an afternoon like yesterday yeah what would happen how would you coordinate it
1: and again what if what if that bridge had to be closed for 24 hours which as we both know sometimes happens at an accident scene when Indeed. they need to examine the road and Indeed. take measurements and all the rest of it Indeed. imagine okay. if that bridge was closed for 24 hours what on earth would people do trying to get on and get off that island for 24 hours okay
0: thank Make- I'll leave it there. Thank you. We'll talk again. Now, let's go to the island, to Joanna Murphy. Joanna, business owner, resident down there, native, as it were, of the area, almost at this stage. You and others have been talking about this. Vic is living there eight years. You and others are talking about this a very long time. Morning.
2: Morning, PJ, and thank you so much for having me on, because this is quite important. Um, i first obviously like to say, hopefully, those people are okay that were involved in that accident yesterday, I suppose it's our worst nightmare on the island. Um, As Victoria Ricey said, you know, there was an accident yesterday. People were in traffic for three hours. What if there was somebody sick on the island that needed to get off the island? Mm -hmm. How is that going to happen? What if there was a fire? So I suppose they're all the, from a health and safety perspective, I'm going to say, that it's really important that we we have a growing population now in Cove you can see the volume of traffic that's coming in and out, yeah. both from a residential perspective, I suppose, and a commercial perspective. And, you know, I do know, and I mean, I, I know that you have Tadi Stafford now, President of Cove and Harbour Chamber, coming on, and he'll talk about the plans that are going to be in motion to be able to organise getting a new access into Cove, a second access, because that would be really, really important. Um, from a resident, obviously, it's a continuous worry. Um, as a mum with boys as myself to get out from a business perspective you know if you've got to get to work if mm. you've got to get to an appointment you can't get there in time what if you had to go for an interview all these things there's mm. so many different you know I suppose alarm bells that were, were sent off yesterday and every time and this isn't the first time that something has happened on no. the boat road it's the, happened numerous times
0: the, the nature of your work Joanna as an estate agent also gives you a, 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 puts you in a unique position to answer my next question the increase in the population of Cove, can a number be put on it, say, over the last 10 years?
2: Well, currently we're at 16,000 people, and I would absolutely assume that we're going to go into the 20s, without yeah. a doubt, could be mid-20s. And that you're right, bringing it from my own perspective, and my own profession, housing is going to be absolutely hindered in Cove unless we do have another access into Cove. Because how can you build all these houses, 1,500 houses, to be built yet in Cove. Mm. So, like, how, how can that happen unless we have the correct infrastructure in place?
0: Well, the part thing is, um, yes, you want to build 1,500 houses, that's a lot of truckloads of stuff to get in and get out. What happens if one of those trucks has an accident?
2: Exactly, and I mean, and that would even bring me to the point that, when I go back to the previous instance on the photo Road, right, or the, and Bell Valley Bridge, because as Victoria said, that bridge is, I think it's like 270 years old. Mm. It's 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 a really old bridge. It's a listed building, a uh, listed um, bridge. And I remember was it was a couple of years ago, probably only about three or four years ago, where a truck actually jackknifed on the bridge. I
0: remember. And the
2: place, yeah, and the place was sealed off for numerous hours. Um, look, at the end of the day, I do know, and as Tavi will back this up. Cork County Council, you also have the Great Island Transportation studies been done as we speak at the moment. They are taking this very seriously. I know that it's going to be done. And when you look at the likes of the tunnel, you look at the Ring of Skiddy Road, all those different projects, they take a long time, right? And I suppose Cove now is becoming such a popular place to live in. Mm. It's becoming such a popular place from a tourism perspective that something has to be done now. And as Victoria said, like I suppose, definitely from a safety perspective, it's now very, very necessary because people are stuck stuck in traffic for three hours. What if somebody was in those cars who it needs medication? What if they have a you know if, if they need to get home? You know what I mean? Things yeah. like that. Oh, so let,
0: let's 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 think of someone. Let's think of a, someone like a type one diabetic who's sitting yeah. in that car for three hours in in stressful situation, and their insulin's at home in the fridge.
2: Yeah, so, you know, but look, as I said, I do know, and I know that from previously being involved in the Chamber, that there is a lot of work being done in this project, and it is all good work, and it is all going to come through, and there is a good plan in place, and that I do believe it's going to happen. And as I said, COVID is, is definitely a, a place, as I said, to live and visit. The other thing I wanted to say, too, is that from a commercial perspective, we have to be very aware as well that commercialism, uh, attracts jobs, it produces jobs and we need to be able to be very conscious about that on our great island, that we want to continue the commercial growth on the island as well. And we can't do that if we don't have the correct infrastructure in place.
0: Maybe we can bring, move on to that point. Uh, Joanna, thank you. Joanna Murphy with Toddie Stafford, who's the uh, incoming or new president of Cove and Harbour Chamber. Toddie. I'll be 10 years. I was just remarking to a colleague here last few days. I'll be 10 years presenting this show next February. We were talking about this 10 years ago. Someone came up with the idea of a Bailey Bridge. That disappeared into the ether. What is the situation at the moment? Morning.
3: Uh, good morning, PJ. Yes, um, you're, you're talking ten years. I can recall forty years ago seeing plans for the new road and the new bridge coming to Cove, which was presented at the time by a, a, a local councillor. Uh, which you know, as forty years later, we're still talking about it. But uh, things are moving now. Um, uh, Coven Harbour Chamber have been very proactive on pushing for this in in conjunction with other um, others, the likes of Doyle shipping and port of. Cove. Cork uh, and the Cork County, the, the local councillors and uh, our local TDs and ministers have also been very proactive. We've met them on a number of occasions. We've met Minister Michael McGrath and uh, Transport Infrastructure Ireland uh, last year. We we, uh, we, we presented. um, Our our needs, uh, we presented a brief to them. Um, Now, as a result, well, following on from that, uh, there was a Great Island Transportation Access Study. uh, That's currently with Cork County Council. Uh, It's due for, it's due to, the the completed report is due to be presented in September, where the plan will be outlined, and uh, hopefully, following on from that, a planning process will be initiated the, the, the road now at this stage. It's essential in the interest of safety and quality of life for sixteen thousand people on the island, but also for the for the further development. And we, we can't. I mean, the, the the safety issue is just is paramount here now. We, we can't have these situations where, and it's it's becoming more and more regular. Um, there's you know a couple of times a year that bridge or that foot road is closed, which we we just can't we, we can't accept that any longer. So something has to be done. But the, the plans the plans are afoot.
0: As an outsider, one could be uh, assumed of oversimplifying a situation by saying there's got to be another way to do it in a short term because plans and reports are all one thing, Toddy, but you've been listening for 40 years. I'm listening to them for nearly as long between my days in news and my days on this program, plans and reports and all this. But... Is there some simple way to put in like a Bailey bridge or something? The
3: again that that there there was issues with crashes for pieces crashes and uh, trees falling on the Fort Road. Uh, following on from that, Cork County Council, in conjunction with Fort Island Estate. They did construct a temporary access route through the island of Fota, uh, adjacent to the roadway. But again, that's, that doesn't sort out problems on the bridge itself. Yeah. So again, we, we do have a meeting later this week uh, with the Minister Michael McGrath and our local councillor. So that will be brought up. Uh, some, some sort of temporary yeah. arrangement. You're talking about the, the, the ferry. I mean, the, the, the ferry. It's running to full capacity ordinarily, and then to have a situation yesterday where indeed, the guardia accepted indeed. that uh, all all traffic coming on and off the island had to be diverted to that ferry. The result was the the ferry was back. There was a backlog of the ferry for up to two hours. Um, that's that's no no fault of of no, shipping group.
0: No, 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 and indeed, and you were put, you were the, and you had no choice but to turn people back and say, if you want to go home to Cove right now or go collect your children, is. Big had to do you've got to take a 20 mile detour to get a ferry that you might be sitting waiting two hours for not a sustainable solution long term
3: no most certainly not no, So, um, the, as I say, September isn't too far off, so at least we're, we're, we're more advanced now than we have been in the last 40 years because mm-hmm. there, there is, and uh, we had very, very frank discussions with Minister Michael McGrath last year, and there, there is an acceptance at the highest level in, in government that something has to be done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, the, again, our local councillors are very, very proactive on it.
0: I, I'll, I'll be accused of being mischievous, Toddy but that's okay I've been accused of worse in my time maybe now that Simon Coveney is living down there something might move faster and I'm just throwing that out there for what it's worth
3: yes well it, it it certainly will help um um, minister the, the minister i know was in cove yesterday whether he was impeded in getting, in getting off the island or not i i don't know. Yeah, I know um and another alternative we 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 do need more public water access in cove as well so there's there's, there's prospects there also uh, that that won't work for many but the, the 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 road and the bridge has to be an, an absolute priority at this stage
0: right. and it has to be fast-tracked all right toddy thank you toddy stafford New president of Cove and Harbour Chamber. What I would love to do I don't know who is in charge of it at the moment, but look they listen in high places. Who is currently in charge of the HSE's major emergency protocol for this region? There was a man, he was an army man years ago. I think his name might have been Daly. I know his name was Peter, but it might have been Daly, and he was in charge of the logistics of a major emergency plan if we had to to bring one in. I remember visiting him a couple of times. He had an office out in the old Aaronville Hospital. But who's in charge of that major emergency protocol just now? And if what had happened yesterday had transpired to be a major emergency, what do we do? What are the plans in the protocol for that? Because I'd imagine you'd be half fearful if you were living down there now with a few children. As Vic said yesterday, she was supposed to pick up her kids after her shift here in the newsroom She was supposed to pick up her kids at 2 o'clock. She got to them at 5 o'clock. Now, fantastic, there was someone there to mind them, but what if there wasn't? What if there wasn't, you know? John said if we had a couple of government ministers living there, it would be sorted quickly. That's why I mentioned Simon Coveney. He's moved. He lives down there now, although he will be, he says, standing in Cork South Central as opposed to Cork East. Wouldn't it be more sensible to have LED screens dotted around the place where emergency services can access and inform motorists live? True, Kevin. Bear in mind, PJ, the Cross River Ferry doesn't operate in fog and always suffers technical difficulties and has to stop sometimes for a period of time. That's from Pauline. You're right, Pauline. And there used to be two of them. Now, I don't know whether there still are two or not, but there used to be two. Two identical barges, for onto a better term. They went over and back. Is there only one now? Or do they use them on alternate days? I don't know. Thanks, Pauline. 0818969696 If you're down in Cove and were caught up in yesterday, I'd like to hear from you. How were you affected? How long have you been living there? Here's the thing. Joanna being an estate agent down there. If you were thinking of moving to Cove, and God, there's a lot of people, friends and colleagues over the years who live in Cove. I wouldn't live down there now. I wouldn't be inclined to live. God, you'd be trapped. Trapped. Public transport. Yeah, there's a fabulous train service, but that stops at, like, stupid early in the evening and doesn't start until stupid late in the morning. The bus service, Cove Connects, which is fantastic, but that has to come over the bridge. The buses were knackered as well because, you know, they can't get over the bridge. The ferry kept going as best it could. Buses were way behind time. Cove is... uh, Cove is... Cove is a major town now, and the island, the Great Island, is a major island. This is a a huge, huge problem. Another John says, all they're doing is talking. There's no action. I'm 56. They've been talking about this since I was 10. There was an ambulance stuck for four hours one time due to a truck that had shed its load. And nothing's going to change, even with Minister Coveney living there. Maybe, John, but, you know, make enough noise about it, something just might... 0818 96, 96, 96 Although I do remember talking to people like the great John Mansworth years ago. And, oh, who was that labor man who was down there? Oh, wasn't he John as well? God, his name has gone out of my head now. But he was a, a labor TD, a very prominent labor TD. Lived down there while labor and government. He was trying to get it, get something sorted. They've been doing this for an awful long time and nothing's happened. <coughs> Join the conversation This is the Opinion Live With Hidden
1: Hearing Changing lives With the latest Hearing health technology They're all ears Visit hiddenhearing.ie Cork's
0: 96 FM. The Cork Diary On Cork's
1: 96FM The Galleyhead Swim Is back for another year Taking place this time round On Saturday the 22nd of July This iconic 10 kilometre swim Will see swimmers Starting at the Red Strand Before tackling The legendary waters Around Galleyhead Head and finally the long six kilometer lake to the warren in ross carberry this year the event will be raising money for marymount hospice cancer connect and co-action for more info go to the website galleyheadswim.com if you have an event you would like mentioned email the details to Diary at 96fm.ie
2: life feels better when you know your
1: loved ones are protected well, now you can have peace of mind knowing your family's future will be looked after for as little as €10.10 10 per month with Leia Life Insurance. Simply answer a few online questions, no medical required, and you'll get an instant decision. Join us online and you'll get a 10% discount. Visit leialife.ie now. Insurance provided by Iptiqu Life SA. Leia Healthcare Limited, trading as Leia Life and Leia Healthcare, is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland.
0: We're sorry to inform you of your health. No, not the train this time, it's John. He's delayed getting his eyes tested. If he's
1: accidentally sat in your lap, knocked over your suitcase or kissed you instead of his wife, we can
0: only apologise. John has now been informed that eye tests and glasses from the 69 euro range at Specsavers are free with PRSI or medical card. So there's no need to delay booking an appointment. Find out more at specsavers.ie. John, can you get off my lap? With us with Disney Plus on courts ninety six FM. Your guide to movies and more from our entertainment partners, Disney Plus.
1: In Marvel Studios' new series, Secret Invasion, set in the present-day MCU, Nick Fury, played by Samuel L. Jackson, learns of a clandestine invasion of Earth by a faction of shapeshifting Skrulls. Fury joins his allies Including Everett Ross Maria Hill And the Skrull Talos Who has made a life for himself on Earth Together they race against time To thwart an imminent Skrull invasion And save humanity
0: This war is one I have to fight alone
1: with an all-star global cast including ireland's own killian scott marvel studios secret invasion is a six-episode political spy thriller that will keep audiences guessing until the very end now streaming exclusively on disney plus this is us with disney
0: plus on corix 96 fm your guide to movies and more from our entertainment partners disney plus Join the conversation! Extra WhatsApp boy, three, three 96 96 96. This is the Opinion Live with PJ Cook. FM! Yeah, thank you. It was John Mulverhill was the, the Labour man, the former TD for the area, brought this up at Council. Uh County Council. Would you care to recall when he brought this up? <laughs> There's a little pop quiz now for anyone listening in Cove. When would you think? John Mulvihill raised this at county council and raised hell at the council about it. When would you think? Maybe, what? Yeah, it was 1978. 1978. That is 45 years ago. John Mulvihill brought it up to the council. Courts 96 FM.